This is First News on News Radio 1290 WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Wednesday, February 1st. You're listening to WNBF. The Binghamton Bombers and the Professional Box Lacrosse League may already be a thing of the past. On Tuesday, January 31st, the decision was made by the Professional Box Lacrosse Association that all remaining games across the league will be postponed. Owner Carmen Kessner said we made a difficult decision to postpone the remainder of the inaugural season. Our vision is to implement a fast, physical, safe, and exciting experience for our fans and players. We believe we have been able to create this experience, but we feel there are elements we need to improve upon. For that reason, we are halting the season to reorganize the league and team operations. Season ticket holders will be contacted and will get a full refund for the duration of the season. They are hopeful that the coming season will show that they have made the right decision for now. The PBLA started the reorganization process with the appointment of Brad Bryant as the new chief executive officer of the PBLA. A New York bill currently in committee would allow New Yorkers to pay state agencies with cryptocurrency. The bill, if passed, establishes that state agencies are allowed to accept cryptocurrencies such as Bitcoin, Ethereum, Litecoin, and Bitcoin Cash as payment. According to a report on payments, the bill was introduced by Assemblyman Clyde Vanell, a Democrat who represents several areas in Queens. CEO of AirSwift, Dr. Yan Zhang, told payments it is critical to develop a decentralized payment protocol and integrate it with regulated payment service providers and money service operators. James Warrock, age 37, formerly the executive assistant and media relations representative for former Broome County District Attorney Stephen Cornwell Jr., pleaded guilty this week to one count of grand larceny in the fourth degree. He admitted to stealing more than $1,000 from the Broome County government in order to pay for unauthorized long-term parking for himself and then-DA Cornwell in a commercial parking lot in downtown Binghamton from 2016 through the end of Cornwell's term in 2019. Warhawk is facing up to four years in prison, and the prosecution is seeking over $5,000 in restitution for Broome County. On January 10th, officers from the Cortland County Sheriff's Office assisted the City of Cortland Police Department with an investigation on Woodland Avenue in the City of Cortland. Prior to this investigation, the defendant, Nicholas Stone, had been directed by court order to surrender any and all firearms, rifles, or shotguns to the Cortland County Sheriff's Office. Further, he was directed not to secure or possess any more firearms, rifles, or shotguns once his were surrendered. During the investigation, it was learned that Mr. Stone failed to surrender his firearms, which he was no longer permitted to possess, to the Cortland County Sheriff's Office by the date directed in the court order. On January 30th, Mr. Stone was arrested and arraigned on the above charges in the city of Cortland Court and was remanded to the Cortland County Jail on cash bail. He is scheduled for his next court appearance in the city of Cortland Court on February 1st. Republican Congressman George Santos of New York says he is temporarily stepping down from his two congressional committees. The move comes amid a host of ethics issues and a day after Santos met with House Speaker Kevin McCarthy. Santos has faced numerous calls for his resignation and is facing multiple investigations by prosecutors over his personal and campaign finances and lies about his resume and family background. Santos had been assigned to a committee on small business and on science, space and technology. Congressman Tom Cole of Oklahoma says the decision has been well-received from the GOP conference. In a prepared statement, Santos says he wants to focus on serving his constituents without distraction. New York's governor has vetoed a bill that would have allowed wrongful death lawsuits to include claims for emotional damage, a change that could have added billions of dollars a year to verdicts in auto accident, medical malpractice, and other types of cases. The bill, which drew overwhelming bipartisan support and was passed last year in the state legislature, attempted to give families more compensation when pursuing a wrongful death suit in court. 
According to current law, the amount families could receive is largely determined by the income of the person who passes away, which advocates for the vetoed bill called discriminatory. President Joe Biden has showcased a $292 million mega grant that will be used to help build a rail tunnel beneath the Hudson River. The mega grant is part of an effort to draw a contrast between the Democratic president's economic vision and that of a Republican. The funding for the New York-New Jersey Tunnel Project is part of the $1.2 billion in mega grants awarded under the 2021 Infrastructure Law. Biden says government spending on infrastructure will boost economic growth and create blue-collar jobs. White House Senior Advisor Mitch Landrieu said Tuesday if Republicans want to take away money from projects, they can have that discussion with the American people. The maker of ChatGPT is trying to curve its reputation as a freewheeling cheating machine with a new tool that can help teachers detect if a student or artificial intelligence wrote that homework. The new AI text classifier launched by OpenAI follows a weeks-long discussion at schools and colleges over fears that ChatGPT's ability to write just about anything on command could fuel academic dishonesty and hinder learning. OpenAI cautions that its new tool is not foolproof, and the method for detecting AI-written text is imperfect and can be wrong at times. And the U.S. Justice Department has requested documents from Tesla related to its autopilot and full self-driving features. The electric vehicle maker cautioned in a regulatory filing Tuesday that if the government decides to pursue an enforcement action, it could possibly have a material adverse impact on its business. Despite their names, Tesla says on its website that the cars can't drive themselves. Tesla's using full self-driving can navigate roads in many cases, but experts say the system can make mistakes, which even CEO Elon Musk acknowledges. A message was left Tuesday seeking comment from the Justice Department. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, partly sunny with a high near 26. Tonight, partly cloudy, a low near 18. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy, then gradually becoming sunny with a high near 35. Tomorrow night, chance of snow showers after 8 p.m., increasing clouds with a low near 9 degrees, 40% chance of snow. And Friday, a chance of snow showers mainly before 2 p.m., mostly cloudy and cold with a high near 10 degrees, blustery conditions, wind gusts as high as 31 miles per hour, chance of snow 40%. Friday night, slight chance of snow showers before 2 a.m., mostly cloudy with a low near negative 2 degrees, blustery conditions, 20% chance of snow. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first, News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. From the Galt Auto Studios, this is WNBF News Radio AM 1290, also available at 92.1 FM. Reserve your new Toyota at Galt Toyota. It is with great pleasure that I welcome you to today's graduation ceremony. Students, uh, when you hear the reason or reasons for your absences throughout the years, please exit the auditorium without your high school diploma. Once you've exited, remove your cap and gown and proceed into the unknown. Too tired. Family trip. Part-time job. Helping around the house. Sick day. Starting the holidays early. Just because. Starting in the sixth grade, students who miss 18 days or more of school in a year for any reason will fall behind and risk not graduating high school. How many days of school has your child missed this year? Absences add up. Keep track at boostattendance.org today. Brought to you by the U.S. Army and the Ad Council. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. 
Good morning on this Wednesday, February 1st. It's 6.13. You're listening to WMBF's First News with myself, James Kelly. Locking in for six hours here on WMBF today. I'll be hosting Bob Joseph's Binghamton Now Again, filling in for Bob. That should be another fun time. Time for an early morning check on traffic and weather. We'll have some road work on New York 13 in both directions between Highland Drive and Hilton Road in Dryden. Road repair is due to a water main break. One lane will be open with flaggers. Work starts today at 7 a.m., runs through 11 a.m., and all lanes will be closed southbound. All lanes will be open northbound. Have some ice out on the roads this morning. Cold morning, only 13 degrees outside. So drive safely this morning. If you see anything unseemly, let us know. We'll let everybody else know. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 13 degrees outside. Cold start to the morning. Today partly sunny with a high near 26. Tonight partly cloudy, a low near 18. Tomorrow mostly cloudy, then gradually becoming sunny with a high near 35. Tomorrow night chance of snow showers, increasing clouds with a low near 9 degrees. Wind chill values as low as negative 1 degrees. 40% chance of snow. And Friday chance of snow showers mainly before 1 p.m. Mostly cloudy and cold with a high near 10 degrees. Blustery conditions with wind gusts as high as 31 miles per hour. 30% chance of snow Friday night. Slight chance of snow showers before 1 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near negative 2 degrees. Blustery conditions, a 20% chance of snow. It's 614. You're listening to WMBF. Everyone. Six seventeen on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Some local sports news. The Binghamton Bombers in the Professional Box Lacrosse League may already be a thing of the past. On Tuesday, January 31st, the decision was made by the Professional Box Lacrosse Association that all remaining games across the league will be postponed. Owner Carmen Kessner said we made a difficult decision to postpone the remainder of the inaugural season. Our vision is to implement a fast, physical, safe, and exciting experience for our fans and players. We believe we have been able to create this experience, but we feel there are elements we need to improve upon. For that reason, we are halting the season to reorganize the league and team operations. Season ticket holders will be contacted and will get a full refund for the duration of the season. They are hopeful that the coming season will show that, show that they have made the right decision for now. The PBLA started the reorganization process with the appointment of Brad Bryant as the new CEO of the PBLA. And Binghamton's men's basketball will visit UMBC tonight at 7 o'clock. That name sounds familiar to you. UMBC was actually the first number 16 seed in history to beat a number one seed in the March Madness tournament. I believe they beat Virginia a few years ago, maybe four or five years ago at this point. So if you want to listen to the game, you can listen right here on WMBF. Pre-game starting at 645. And the Binghamton women's basketball team will host UMBC tonight at 7. Pre-game starts on KISS 1041 at 645. LeBron James moved within 89 points of breaking the NBA's career scoring record and climbed into fourth place on the assist list, finishing with a triple-double in his return to Madison Square Garden as the Los Angeles Lakers beat the New York Knicks 129-123 to in overtime last night. James had 28 points, 11 assists, and 10 rebounds, with the points giving him 38,299 for his career. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is the leader with 38,387. He had earlier moved ahead of Mark Jackson and then Steve Nash into fourth place on the assist list during his first game at Madison Square Garden in three years. 
Anthony Davis added 27 points and 9 rebounds for the Lakers. Jalen Brunson scored 37 points for the Knicks. So yeah, LeBron James climbing into fourth place on the NBA's assist list as he closing, closes in on becoming the league's career scoring leader. Past both Mark Jackson, who had 10,334, and Steve Nash, who had 10,335. In the fourth quarter of the Lakers' 129-123 overtime victory over the Knicks on Tuesday, his 10,336th career assist came on Thomas Bryant's dunk with a little more than nine and a half minutes remaining. He finished with 11 assists and now has 10,338. James came into the game 117 points from passing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for the NBA's career scoring record. He's now 89 from that after scoring 28. This is his first game of MSG since January 2020. Some baseball news. Batting champion Jeff McNeil and the New York Mets have finalized a $50 million four-year contract that prevents a salary arbitration hearing. The deal includes a $15.75 million club option for 2027. A two-time All-Star, McNeil led the majors with a 326 average last year. The second baseman asked for a raise from $3 million to $7.75 million this year, while New York offered $6.25 million. McNeil turns 31 in April. He could have become a free agent following the 2024 season, but agreed to push that back at least two years, possibly three. Brittany Griner's return to the WNBA has collided with free agency, which has raised questions once again about teams chartering flights. Griner announced in December that she would return to the league after spending last season in a Russian jail before being released in a dramatic prisoner swap. The six foot nine center is a free agent and says she'll return to Phoenix. Players can officially sign with teams today. They've been unable to negotiate for charter flights, and the current collective bargaining agreement requires all teams to fly commercial. If Griner needs special travel accommodations due to safety concerns, the league will have to come up with a plan, and any change would have to be approved by both the union and the WNBA. Some other sports news. A person with knowledge of the pack tells the Associated Press that the Denver Broncos have agreed to a deal with the New Orleans Saints to hire Sean Payton as their head coach. Person says the Broncos will send a first-round pick in this year's draft and a future second-rounder to the Saints in order to get Peyton in Denver. The Saints will send a third-round pick to the Broncos. Peyton stepped down as the Saints coach last year but remained under contract with the team. Person spoke to the AP on condition of anonymity because the team hadn't announced the agreement yet. It's always wild to me when coaches are traded in a sport. That's not how it's supposed to go. 622, you're listening to WMBF. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. Investors waiting for a word from the Fed on the next hike in interest rates bided their time with a rally on Tuesday. The Dow Jones rose 369 points, closing back above 34,000. The S&P tacked on 1.5%. The Nasdaq finished its best January in over two decades with a 1.7% gain. As for those interest rates, the Fed is expected to wrap up today's two-day meeting by boosting them a quarter percent. The announcement comes at 2 p.m. Eastern Time. Riding surging oil prices, meanwhile, ExxonMobil posted record profits last year, $55.7 billion for the energy company. The White House calls that outrageous, with drivers paying higher gas prices. More than half a million Brits will be on picket lines today, with unions across a range of sectors striking over pay and working conditions. It's the largest strike action in the U.K. since the dispute over public sector pay had a million people walking off the job in 2011. Jim Ryan, ABC News. I'm Martin. This is the sound of a brand new outdoor grill being hurled off a 20-story building. Now a stylish glass coffee table. An electric guitar. 
these are the things you could enjoy all cast into oblivion. Because when you throw away money on wasted electricity, you throw away everything you could have bought with it. Visit energysavers.gov and get tips on how to save energy and money. Then do things like switch to Energy Star light bulbs or Energy Star appliances, and you could save hundreds of dollars a year. So this doesn't happen to the recliner you've had your eye on. Or this to the treadmill on your wish list. Or this to the shiny new bike your kid's been asking for. Saving energy saves you money. Learn more at energysavers.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Energy and the Ad Council. Six twenty-five on WMBF. Now time for a better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. A better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Neck and back pain are pretty common, but have you ever stopped to really figure out what's actually causing yours? Now, it might not be stress or poor posture or a text neck, but it could be the way you sleep. Our go-to sleep expert, USC's Dr. Raj Dasgupta, told us the ideal position to sleep on is your back, on a pillow that allows your neck to be positioned so that you're looking straight up at the ceiling. Now, sleeping on your side is okay as long as you keep your head and neck aligned with the rest of your body. Now, if you're a side sleeper, you might think that a hard pillow can hurt your neck, but it's usually actually a pillow that's too soft that makes you wake up with your neck pain. Now, one thing every expert we talked to agreed on, you should avoid sleeping on your stomach. And also, making the switch to your side or your back all starts with the right pillow. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, helping you live a better life. Paid for by Christian Care Ministry. Let's see, if something costs less but people are happier with it? That sounds like something to look into, and that's MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for health care can save the typical family 500 bucks a month, and that's huge. But it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want a plan you're happy with, you can call Right now, and get a price within two minutes. A very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. 855-51-BIBLE. That's 855-51-BIBLE. 855-51-BIBLE. For nearly... News Radio 1290, WMBF. 629 on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. We have some road work on New York 13 in both directions between Highland Drive and Hilton Road in Dryden. Road repair is due to a water main break. One lane will be open with flaggers. Work starts today at 7 a.m., runs through 11 a.m. All lanes will be closed southbound, and all lanes will be open northbound. We have some icy conditions out on the roads this morning, so take it slow. Drive safely. If you see anything unseemly out there, let us know. We'll let everybody else know. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 13 degrees outside, cold morning, today partly sunny with a high near 26, tonight partly cloudy, a low near 18, tomorrow mostly cloudy, then gradually becoming sunny with a high near 35, 
Tomorrow night, chance of snow showers, increasing clouds with a low near 9 degrees, wind chill values as low as negative 1, 40% chance of snow. And Friday, chance of snow showers, mainly before 1 p.m., mostly cloudy and cold with a high near 10 degrees, blustery conditions with wind gusts as high as 31 miles per hour, 30% chance of snow. Friday night, slight chance of snow showers before 1 a.m., mostly cloudy with a low near negative 2 degrees, blustery conditions, a 20% chance of snow. 631. You're listening to WMBF. Hello, this is 6.32 on WMBF. Now time for an ABC Entertainment Update. ABC Entertainment News. Get ready for an all-new Superman. Superman Legacy is the first film announced by the brand new team tasked with revamping the DC comic books universe on film. James Gunn and Peter Safran, the two outlining their vision for the brand Tuesday. The centerpiece, Superman Legacy, will hit theaters in July of 2025. Written by James Gunn. No word yet who will star, but it will not be the previous Superman, Henry Cavill. A movie called The Brave and the Bold will feature Batman and Robin. Supergirl is getting her own film, and there's a Swamp Thing movie in the works. There will also be several complimentary TV series. Today is going to be a changing day in your life. Really is a changing day after 21 seasons. Dr. Phil is ending his daytime talk show, which will conclude with the current season. What happened to Bad Boys for Life? More Bad Boys in the works. Will Smith and Martin Lawrence confirming they're teaming up for Bad Boys 4. And pop superstar Harry Styles is 29 today. Jason Athens and ABC News, Hollywood. In 2010, Liz was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease. After losing her job due to treatment, she was left with few options. A housing voucher gave her hope that she could find a place to live with her daughter. To her surprise, that same voucher would result in her being denied housing. I felt so dejected and ashamed. It was shocking to me that people actually just discriminated against you for the type of income you were utilizing to pay your rent. Now, thanks to a new law in New York State, it is illegal for people like Liz to be denied housing based on their source of income. Do you use non-wage income such as veterans or disability benefits, Section 8 vouchers, or child support to pay for housing? If you suspect discrimination, call 1-800-788-9898 to contact the New York State Office of the Attorney General or visit endincomebiasny.com. I am at this point proud to say that I am using my voucher and a proud renter of an apartment where my daughter and I are very happily living. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Wednesday, February 1st. You're listening to WMBF. The Binghamton Bombers and the Professional Box Lacrosse League may already be a thing of the past. On Tuesday, January 31st, the decision was made by the Professional Box Lacrosse Association that all remaining games across the league will be postponed. Owner Carmen Kessner said we made a difficult decision to postpone the remainder of the inaugural season. Our vision is to implement a fast, physical, safe, and exciting experience for our fans and players. We believe we have been able to create this experience, but we feel there are elements we need to improve upon. For that reason, we are halting the season to reorganize the league and team operations. Season ticket holders will be contacted and will get a full refund for the duration of the season. They are hopeful that the coming season will show that they have made the right decision for now. The PBLA started the reorganization process with the appointment of Brad Bryant as the new chief executive officer of the PBLA. 
A New York bill currently in committee would allow New Yorkers to pay state agencies with cryptocurrency. The bill, if passed, establishes that state agencies are allowed to accept cryptocurrencies such as Bitcoin, Ethereum, Litecoin, and Bitcoin Cash as payment. According to a report on payments, the bill was introduced by Assemblyman Clyde Vanell, a Democrat who represents several areas in Queens. CEO of AirSwift, Dr. Yan Zhang, told payments it is critical to develop a decentralized payment protocol and integrate it with regulated payment service providers and money service operators. James Warhawk, age 37, formerly the executive assistant and media relations representative for former Broome County District Attorney Stephen Cornwell Jr., pleaded guilty this week to one count of grand larceny in the fourth degree. He admitted to stealing more than $1,000 from the Broome County government in order to pay for unauthorized long-term parking for himself and then-DA Cornwell in a commercial parking lot in downtown Binghamton from 2016 through the end of Cornwell's term in 2019. Warhawk is facing up to four years in prison, and the prosecution is seeking over $5,000 in restitution for Broome County. On January 10th, officers from the Cortland County Sheriff's Office assisted the City of Cortland Police Department with an investigation on Woodland Avenue in the City of Cortland. Prior to this investigation, the defendant, Nicholas Stone, had been directed by court order to surrender any and all firearms, rifles, or shotguns to the Cortland County Sheriff's Office. Further, he was directed not to secure or possess any more firearms, rifles, or shotguns once his were surrendered. During the investigation, it was learned that Mr. Stone failed to surrender his firearms, which he was no longer permitted to possess, to the Cortland County Sheriff's Office by the date directed in the court order. On January 30th, Mr. Stone was arrested and arraigned on the above charges in the city of Cortland Court and was remanded to the Cortland County Jail on cash bail. He is scheduled for his next court appearance in the city of Cortland Court on February 1st. Republican Congressman George Santos of New York says he is temporarily stepping down from his two congressional committees. The move comes amid a host of ethics issues and a day after Santos met with House Speaker Kevin McCarthy. Santos has faced numerous calls for his resignation and is facing multiple investigations by prosecutors over his personal and campaign finances and lies about his resume and family background. Santos had been assigned to a committee on small business and on science, space and technology. Congressman Tom Cole of Oklahoma says the decision has been well-received from the GOP conference. In a prepared statement, Santos says he wants to focus on serving his constituents without distraction. New York's governor has vetoed a bill that would have allowed wrongful death lawsuits to include claims for emotional damage, a change that could have added billions of dollars a year to verdicts in auto accident, medical malpractice, and other types of cases. The bill, which drew overwhelming bipartisan support and was passed last year in the state legislature, attempted to give families more compensation when pursuing a wrongful death suit in court. According to current law, the amount families could receive is largely determined by the income of the person who passes away, which advocates for the vetoed bill called discriminatory. President Joe Biden has showcased a $292 million mega grant that will be used to help build a rail tunnel beneath the Hudson River. The mega grant is part of an effort to draw a contrast between the Democratic president's economic vision and that of a Republican. The funding for the New York-New Jersey Tunnel Project is part of the $1.2 billion in mega grants awarded under the 2021 Infrastructure Law. Biden says government spending on infrastructure will boost economic growth and create blue-collar jobs. White House Senior Advisor Mitch Landrieu said Tuesday if Republicans want to take away money from projects, they can have that discussion with the American people. The maker of ChatGPT is trying to curve its reputation as a freewheeling cheating machine with a new tool that can help teachers detect if a student or artificial intelligence wrote that homework. 
The new AI text classifier launched by OpenAI follows a weeks-long discussion at schools and colleges over fears that ChatGPT's ability to write just about anything on command could fuel academic dishonesty and hinder learning. OpenAI cautions that its new tool is not foolproof, and the method for detecting AI-written text is imperfect and can be wrong at times. And the U.S. Justice Department has requested documents from Tesla related to its autopilot and full self-driving features. The electric vehicle maker cautioned in a regulatory filing Tuesday that if the government decides to pursue an enforcement action, it could possibly have a material adverse impact on its business. Despite their names, Tesla says on its website that the cars can't drive themselves. Tesla's using full self-driving can navigate roads in many cases, but experts say the system can make mistakes, which even CEO Elon Musk acknowledges. A message was left Tuesday seeking comment from the Justice Department. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, partly sunny with a high near 26. Tonight, partly cloudy, a low near 18. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy, then gradually becoming sunny with a high near 35. Tomorrow night, chance of snow showers after 8 p.m., increasing clouds with a low near 9 degrees, 40% chance of snow. And Friday, a chance of snow showers mainly before 2 p.m., mostly cloudy and cold with a high near 10 degrees, blustery conditions, wind gusts as high as 31 miles per hour, chance of snow 40%. Friday night, slight chance of snow showers before 2 a.m., mostly cloudy with a low near negative 2 degrees, blustery conditions, 20% chance of snow. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first, News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. Some kids never smile. They're embarrassed by their crooked teeth. They want braces like the other kids, but their families can't afford them. Some may even try to straighten their teeth themselves. That can make everything worse. Luckily, there's Donated Orthodontic Services, a program from the American Association of Orthodontists. It helps provide orthodontic treatment to kids and teens whose families can't afford it. For kids who apply, are approved, and are matched with a volunteer orthodontist, it can be life-changing. Their treatment is in the hands of an expert, a licensed local orthodontic specialist who improves their smiles by correctly aligning teeth and jaws. Some kids think they'll never smile again, but donated orthodontic services may help them smile with confidence. To link to the application and eligibility requirements, visit aaoinfo.org. Six forty-four on WMBF. You're listening to First News with myself, James Kelly. Suddenly, in probably got about five and a half more hours in the studio today. It's exciting. I'm excited for another edition of Binghamton Now with James Kelly instead of Bob Joseph. It's been fun this week. If you're looking forward to some Binghamton basketball tonight, Binghamton's men's basketball and Binghamton women's basketball, women's team at home, the men on the road at UMBC. Got some good news for you. Roger Neal is going to be joining the program later today, about, uh, let's say, 8.35, 8.40-ish. We'll hear from Roger Neal, get a little preview of this game. And I don't know if you noticed the calendar. The month has changed to February. That means the NCAA tournament is right around the corner. And I got to say, Binghamton's men's basketball team, not in a bad spot to make the tournament. They played pretty well in conference play. They're 5-3. and three. So in conference play, they're doing pretty well. And at this part of the Division One level, 
where Binghamton is. You're not getting in unless you win the conference tournament. And even then, you'll probably still be a 16 or a 15 seed at best. So, you know, you're running into the Dukes, the Kansas, Kansas State maybe even. Either way, Binghamton men's basketball looking pretty good heading into the month of March. So we'll see. Things might get really exciting really quickly. 645, you're listening to WMBF. Unexpected reactions to smart financial decisions brought to you by FeedThePig.org. Well, I finally did it. I improved my credit score. You're kidding, right? Uh, no. How are we supposed to be the bad boys of electrosynth pop if you're out there being responsible? The band is about to be discovered. This is our year. Uh, yeah, you've been saying that for a while now. You think anyone in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame was worried about their credit score? I never really thought that. Of we're... course they weren't. Rock stars aren't supposed to think about that kind of stuff. We're supposed to think about how many guitars we've smashed, write aggressively sensitive power ballads, start questionable fashion trends, tragically break up and blame creative differences. All right, all right, just... I thought maybe it was time to take control of my finances, you know? Start using a budget. Get out of debt. Set some goals. A budget? Debt? Set some goals? Listen, I knew that we'd have our creative differences, but I was hoping they'd involve a little more scandal. When it comes to financial stability, don't get left behind. Get tools and tips for saving at feedthepig.org. This message brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. Work. School. Grocery shopping. Doctor's appointments the gym, to the airport to pick up loved ones, to the kids' soccer games, piano lessons, out for movie night, to hear your favorite band in the city, over to grandma and grandpa's house, and on last year's amazing road trip. Your vehicle takes you so many places. Protect it. When you leave your vehicle, remember to always take your keys or key fob with you and lock the doors. If you suspect auto theft, contact the National Insurance Crime Bureau at 1-800-TELL-NICB. That's 1-800-TEL-NICB or visit our website at www.nicb.org. A public service message from the National Insurance Crime Bureau. on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. We'll have some road work on New York 13 in both directions between Highland Drive and Hilton Road in Dryden. Road repair is due to a water main break. One lane will be open with flaggers. Work starts today at 7 a.m., runs through 11 a.m., and all lanes will be closed southbound. All lanes open northbound. We have some icy conditions out on the roads this morning, so take it slow and drive safely. And if you see anything unseemly out there, let us know. We'll let everybody else know. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 11 degrees and overcast outside. Windchill has it at 2 degrees. Today partly sunny with a high near 26. Tonight partly cloudy, a low near 18. Tomorrow mostly cloudy, then gradually becoming sunny with a high near 35. Tomorrow night chance of snow showers. Increasing clouds with a low near 9 degrees. Windchill as low as negative 1. Chance of snow 40%. And Friday a chance of snow showers mainly before 1 p.m. Mostly cloudy and cold with a high near 10 degrees, blustery conditions with wind gusts as high as 31 miles per hour, 30% chance of snow. Friday night, slight chance of snow showers before 1 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near negative 2 degrees, blustery conditions at 20% chance of snow. 6.50, you're listening to WMBF. It feels like you're frozen. 
petrified. You're struggling with your mortgage payments. The bills begin to pile up. Not knowing what to do, you do nothing at all. And that's the worst thing you can do. Because if you take action, if you do something about your mortgage problems, you're far more likely to get the most positive outcome. Making Home Affordable is a free government program. Call 888-995-HOPE to talk one-on-one with a housing expert about the options that are right for you. Real help, real answers, right now. Call 888-995-HOPE or visit makinghomeaffordable.gov and do something about your mortgage problems. Brought to you by the U.S. Treasury, HUD, and the Ad Council. One of the top... That sound is why we fund life-saving science. That sound is why we push you to be healthier. That sound is why we have an unhealthy obsession with your health at American Heart Association. Get the facts at heart.org slash your health. Six fifty-two on WMBF. Now time for Kim Commando. Today is February 1st, and one month from today, Netflix will begin a crackdown on customers who are sharing their passwords. Here's how. I'm Kim Commando, brought to you by ExpressVPN. Secure your online data and get an extra three months free at expressvpn.com slash Kim. Insiders say the crackdown will be gentle at first. Every place you watch has its own unique IP address. Every device has a unique device ID. And if you're watching on a TV screen, the TV itself will tell Netflix exactly where you're located. For each password, the company only wants people in the same household and at the same address watching. If someone at a different address is using your password, at first they're going to receive a gentle prodding to get their own account. If they don't get their own account, those prods will come more often and they're going to sound more urgent. Some notifications will play on your conscience. Eventually, probably in a year, look for hardball tactics. With Netflix, the free rides are definitely over. Get more tech smarts with my daily podcast. It's perfect for whenever you're on the go. It's called Kim Commando Today. Whether you need it for work, school, or a special project, it's important to have the right printer. The Epson EcoTank is a new type of printer that does not use cartridges. Stop buying expensive ink cartridges and save yourself the frustration of replacing ink cartridges ever again. The Epson EcoTank printers have supersized, easy-to-fill ink tanks and come with a ridiculous amount of ink. If you're like me, you've tried rationing your printing to save yourself from replacing ink cartridges. With the Epson EcoTank, you don't have to worry about running out of ink. So start printing in color all you want. Kiss expensive cartridges goodbye already. Get yours today because EcoTank is changing the way people print. EcoTank makes it easy. Make the switch. Add EcoTank to your online shopping list so you can just fill and chill. Epson EcoTank printers available at participating retailers. And at Epson.com slash EcoTankKim. That's Epson.com slash EcoTankKim. Epson.com slash EcoTankKim. First, News Radio 1290, WNBF. 6.55 on WNBF. Time for a sports update. Some local sports news. The Binghamton Bombers and the Professional Box Lacrosse League may already be a thing of the past. On Tuesday, January 31st, the decision was made by the Professional Box Lacrosse Association that all remaining games across the league will be postponed. Owner Carmen Kessner said we made a difficult decision to postpone the remainder of the inaugural season. 
Our vision is to implement a fast, physical, safe, and exciting experience for our fans and players. We believe we've been able to create this experience, but we feel there are elements we need to improve upon. For that reason, we are halting the season to reorganize the league and team operations. Season ticket holders will be contacted and will get a full refund for the duration of the season. They are hopeful that the coming season will show that they have made the right decision for now. The PBLA started the reorganization process with the appointment of Brad Bryant as the new CEO of the PBLA. And Binghamton's men's basketball will visit UMBC tonight at 7 o'clock. You can listen to the game right here on WMBF, pregame starting at 645. And the Binghamton women's basketball team will host UMBC tonight at 7. Pre-game starts on KISS 1041 at 645. LeBron James moved within 89 points of breaking the NBA's career scoring record and climbed into fourth place on the assist list, finishing with a triple-double in his return to Madison Square Garden as the Los Angeles Lakers beat the New York Knicks 129-123 to in overtime last night. James had 28 points, 11 assists, and 10 rebounds, with the points giving him 38,299 for his career. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is the leader with 38,387. He had moved, earlier moved ahead of Mark Jackson and then Steve Nash into fourth place on the assist list during his first game at Madison Square Garden in three years. Anthony Davis added 27 points and nine rebounds for the Lakers. Jalen Brunson scored 37 points for the Knicks. Some baseball news. Batting champion Jeff McNeil and the New York Mets have finalized a $50 million four-year contract that prevents a salary arbitration hearing. The deal includes a $15.75 million club option for 2027. A two-time All-Star, McNeil led the majors with a 326 average last season. The second baseman asked for a raise from $3 million to $7.75 million this year, while New York offered $6.25 million. McNeil turns 31 in April. He could have become a free agent following the 2024 season, but agreed to push that back at least two years, possibly three. A good signing for the Mets, Jeff McNeil, a versatile defender, and a good defender. Also gives you a lot of contact at the top of the lineup. Doesn't hit with a lot of power, though. Brittany Griner's return to the WNBA has collided with free agency, which has raised questions once again about teams chartering flights. Griner announced in December that she would return to the league after spending last season in a Russian jail before being released in a dramatic prisoner swap. The six foot nine center is a free agent and says she'll return to Phoenix. Players can officially sign with teams on Wednesday. Players have been unable to negotiate for charter flights, and the current collective bargaining agreement requires all teams to fly commercial. If Griner needs special travel accommodations due to safety concerns, the league will have to come up with a plan, and any change would have to be approved by both the union and the WNBA. And some other sports news. person with knowledge of the pack tells the Associated Press that the Denver Broncos have agreed to a deal with the New Orleans Saints to hire Sean Payton as their head coach. Some interesting moves in the football world. 658, you're listening to WNBF. Angie's. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. Closing out hour number one of WMBF's First News with myself, James Kelly. Got two more hours of First News to go, and then I will once again be taking over Binghamton now in place of Bob Joseph while he recovers. So it should be another fun program today. Five more hours of James Kelly on WMBF. Sounds like a fun day to me. ABC News, coming up next. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. 
Good morning on this Wednesday, February 1st. You're listening to WMBF. The Binghamton Bombers in the Professional Box Lacrosse League may already be a thing of the past. On Tuesday, January 31st, the decision was made by the Professional Box Lacrosse Association that all remaining games across the league will be postponed. Owner Carmen Kessner said we made a difficult decision to postpone the remainder of the inaugural season. Our vision is to implement a fast, physical, safe, and exciting experience for our fans and players. We believe we have been able to create this experience, but we feel there are elements we need to improve upon. For that reason, we are halting the season to reorganize the league and team operations. Season ticket holders will be contacted and will get a full refund for the duration of the season. They are hopeful that the coming season will show that they have made the right decision for now. The PBLA started the reorganization process with the appointment of Brad Bryant as the new chief executive officer of the PBLA. A New York bill currently in committee would allow New Yorkers to pay state agencies with cryptocurrency. The bill, if passed, establishes that state agencies are allowed to accept cryptocurrencies such as Bitcoin, Ethereum, Litecoin, and Bitcoin Cash as payment. According to a report on payments, the bill was introduced by Assemblyman Clyde Vanell, a Democrat who represents several areas in Queens. CEO of AirSwift, Dr. Yan Zhang, told payments it is critical to develop a decentralized payment protocol and integrate it with regulated payment service providers and money service operators. James Warrock, age 37, formerly the executive assistant and media relations representative for former Broome County District Attorney Stephen Cornwell Jr., pleaded guilty this week to one count of grand larceny in the fourth degree. He admitted to stealing more than $1,000 from the Broome County government in order to pay for unauthorized long-term parking for himself and then-DA Cornwell in a commercial parking lot in downtown Binghamton from 2016 through the end of Cornwell's term in 2019. Warhawk is facing up to four years in prison, and the prosecution is seeking over $5,000 in restitution for Broome County. On January 10th, officers from the Cortland County Sheriff's Office assisted the City of Cortland Police Department with an investigation on Woodland Avenue in the City of Cortland. Prior to this investigation, the defendant, Nicholas Stone, had been directed by court order to surrender any and all firearms, rifles, or shotguns to the Cortland County Sheriff's Office. Further, he was directed not to secure or possess any more firearms, rifles, or shotguns once his were surrendered. During the investigation, it was learned that Mr. Stone failed to surrender his firearms, which he was no longer permitted to possess, to the Cortland County Sheriff's Office by the date directed in the court order. On January 30th, Mr. Stone was arrested and arraigned on the above charges in the city of Cortland Court and was remanded to the Cortland County Jail on cash bail. He is scheduled for his next court appearance in the city of Cortland Court on February 1st. Republican Congressman George Santos of New York says he is temporarily stepping down from his two congressional committees. The move comes amid a host of ethics issues and a day after Santos met with House Speaker Kevin McCarthy. Santos has faced numerous calls for his resignation and is facing multiple investigations by prosecutors over his personal and campaign finances and lies about his resume and family background. Santos had been assigned to a committee on small business and on science, space and technology. Congressman Tom Cole of Oklahoma says the decision has been well-received from the GOP conference. In a prepared statement, Santos says he wants to focus on serving his constituents without distraction. New York's governor has vetoed a bill that would have allowed wrongful death lawsuits to include claims for emotional damage, a change that could have added billions of dollars a year to verdicts in auto accident, medical malpractice, and other types of cases. The bill, which drew overwhelming bipartisan support and was passed last year in the state legislature, attempted to give families more compensation when pursuing a wrongful death suit in court. According to current law, the amount families could receive is largely determined by the income of the person who passes away, which advocates for the vetoed bill called discriminatory. 
President Joe Biden has showcased a $292 million mega grant that will be used to help build a rail tunnel beneath the Hudson River. The mega grant is part of an effort to draw a contrast between the Democratic president's economic vision and that of a Republican. The funding for the New York-New Jersey Tunnel Project is part of the $1.2 billion in mega grants awarded under the 2021 Infrastructure Law. Biden says government spending on infrastructure will boost economic growth and create blue-collar jobs. White House Senior Advisor Mitch Landrieu said Tuesday if Republicans want to take away money from projects, they can have that discussion with the American people. The maker of ChatGPT is trying to curve its reputation as a freewheeling cheating machine with a new tool that can help teachers detect if a student or artificial intelligence wrote that homework. The new AI text classifier launched by OpenAI follows a weeks-long discussion at schools and colleges over fears that ChatGPT's ability to write just about anything on command could fuel academic dishonesty and hinder learning. OpenAI cautions that its new tool is not foolproof, and the method for detecting AI-written text is imperfect and can be wrong at times. And the U.S. Justice Department has requested documents from Tesla related to its autopilot and full self-driving features. The electric vehicle maker cautioned in a regulatory filing Tuesday that if the government decides to pursue an enforcement action, it could possibly have a material adverse impact on its business. Despite their names, Tesla says on its website that the cars can't drive themselves. Teslas using full self-driving can navigate roads in many cases, but experts say the system can make mistakes, which even CEO Elon Musk acknowledges. A message was left Tuesday seeking comment from the Justice Department. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, partly sunny with a high near 26. Tonight, partly cloudy, a low near 18. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy, then gradually becoming sunny with a high near 35. Tomorrow night, chance of snow showers after 8 p.m. Increasing clouds with a low near 9 degrees, 40% chance of snow. And Friday, a chance of snow showers mainly before 2 p.m. Mostly cloudy and cold with a high near 10 degrees, blustery conditions, wind gusts as high as 31 miles per hour. Chance of snow, 40%. Friday night, slight chance of snow showers before 2 a.m., mostly cloudy with a low near negative 2 degrees, blustery conditions, 20% chance of snow. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first, News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton, now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. When you were a little kid and you thought about what you wanted to be, teaching was at the top of your list. But things changed. And as you got older, teaching didn't seem like the best option anymore. So you're thinking you'll be something else. But what would your 12-year-old self say? Now you want to be a doctor. You don't think teachers save lives? 25 at a time. An actress? Try playing a different role every time the bell rings. How about a scientist? Ever heard of physics? Chemistry? Who do you think teaches that? Teachers today are breaking down obstacles, finding innovative ways to instill old lessons, and taking learning far beyond the four walls of the classroom. It's time to recognize that great things are happening in teaching and put it back on your list. Don't try to convince yourself otherwise. You had it right the first time. Find out how you can make more at teach.org. Make more. Teach. Brought to you by Teach and the Ad Council. Seven thirteen on WMBF. You're listening to hour number two of First News with myself, James Kelly. Time for a check on traffic and weather. We'll have some road work on New York 13 in both directions between Highland Drive and Hilton Road in Dryden. 
Road repair is due to a water main break. One lane will be open with flaggers. Work starts today at 7 a.m., running through 11 a.m. All lanes will be closed southbound, and all lanes will be open northbound. We have some icy conditions out on the roads this morning, so everybody take it slow. Drive safely. If you see anybody anything unseemly out there, let us know. We'll let everybody else know. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 11 degrees and overcast outside. Windchill has it at 2 degrees. Today partly sunny with a high near 26. Tonight partly cloudy, a low near 18. Tomorrow mostly cloudy, then gradually becoming sunny with a high near 35. Tomorrow night chance of snow showers. Increasing clouds with a low near 9 degrees. Wind chill values as low as negative 1. A 40% chance of snow. And Friday a chance of snow showers mainly before 1 p.m. Mostly cloudy and cold with a high near 10 degrees, blustery conditions, with wind gusts as high as 31 miles per hour, 30% chance of rain. Friday night, slight chance of snow showers before 1 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near negative 2 degrees, blustery conditions, a 20% chance of snow. 714, you're listening to WMBF. Hey! Seven seventeen on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Some local sports news. The Binghamton Bombers and the Professional Box Lacrosse League may already be a thing of the past. On Tuesday, January 31st, the decision was made by the Professional Box Lacrosse Association that all remaining games across the league will be postponed. Owner Carmen Kessner said, We made a difficult decision to postpone the remainder of the inaugural season. Our vision is to implement a fast, physical, safe, and exciting experience for our fans and players. We believe we have been able to create this experience, but we feel there are elements we need to improve upon. For that reason, we are halting the season to reorganize the league and team operations. Season ticket holders will be contacted and will get a full refund for the duration of the season. They are hopeful that the coming season will show that they have made the right decision for now. The PBLA started the reorganization process with the appointment of Brad Bryant as the new CEO of the PBLA. And Binghamton men's basketball will visit UMBC tonight at 7 p.m. You can listen to the game right here on WMBF, pregame starting at 6.45. If the name UMBC sounds familiar to you, well, not only is it a conference rival, but they were also the first team to unseat a number one seed overall in the NCAA tournament. I think four or five years ago, UMBC, the number 16 seed, became the first 16 seed to be in a one seed. And the Binghamton women's basketball team will host UMBC tonight at 7 o'clock right here in Binghamton. Pre-game starts on KISS 1041 at 645. LeBron James moved within 89 points of breaking the NBA's career scoring record and climbed into fourth place on the assist list, finishing with a triple-double in his return to Madison Square Garden as the Los Angeles Lakers beat the New York Knicks 129-123 to in overtime last night. James had 28 points, 11 assists, and 10 rebounds, with the points giving him 38,299 for his career. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is the leader with 38,387. 38, he had earlier moved ahead of Mark Jackson and then Steve Nash into fourth place on the assist list during his first game at Madison Square Garden in three years. Anthony Davis added 27 points and nine rebounds for the Lakers. Jalen Brunson scored 37 points for the Knicks. Some baseball news. Batting champion Jeff McNeil and the New York Mets have finalized a $50 million four-year contract that prevents a salary arbitration hearing. The deal includes a $15.75 million club option for 2027. A two-time All-Star, McNeil led the majors with a .326 average last season. The second baseman asked for a raise from $3 million to $7.75 million this year, while New York had offered $6.25 million. 
McNeil turns 31 in April. He could have become a free agent following the 2024 season, but agreed to push that back at least two years, possibly three. Some other sports news. Brittany Griner's return to the WNBA has collided with free agency, which has raised questions once again about teams chartering flights. Griner announced in December that she would return to the league after spending last season in a Russian jail before being released in a dramatic prisoner swap. The six foot nine center is a free agent and says she'll return to Phoenix. Players can officially sign with teams on Wednesday. They've been unable to negotiate for charter flights, and the current collective bargaining agreement requires all teams to fly commercial. If Griner needs special travel accommodations due to safety concerns, the league will have to come up with a plan, and any change would have to be approved by both the union and the WNBA. 721 on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Jim Ryan with Wall Street Now. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. Investors waiting for a word from the Fed on the next hike in interest rates bided their time with a rally on Tuesday. The Dow Jones rose 369 points, closing back above 34,000. The S&P tacked on 1.5%. The Nasdaq finished its best January in over two decades with a 1.7% gain. As for those interest rates, the Fed is expected to wrap up today's two-day meeting by boosting them a quarter percent. The announcement comes at 2 p.m. Eastern Time. Riding surging oil prices, meanwhile, ExxonMobil posted record profits last year, $55.7 billion for the energy company. The White House calls that outrageous, with drivers paying higher gas prices. More than half a million Brits will be on picket lines today, with unions across a range of sectors striking over pay and working conditions. It's the largest strike action in the U.K. since the dispute over public sector pay had a million people walking off the job in 2011. Jim Ryan, ABC News. You've been diagnosed with type 2 diabetes. You have to carefully monitor your health for the rest of your life. And you have an increased risk of developing cardiovascular disease. Cut. Take two. Action. You've been diagnosed with a new purpose to fight for the amazing life you made for yourself. To look that risk of heart disease square in the face and say, no, not me. You've been given a new opportunity to live. Get started at nodiabetesbyheart.org. Some per- on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Political Insights. Now your Political Insights from ABC News. The President and House Speaker McCarthy meeting today at the White House to talk how to raise the debt ceiling. President Biden wants no conditions. Kevin McCarthy wants budget cuts. The White House preempting some of that argument by saying it will present its budget in early March and it's time for Republicans to lay their cards on the table. Congressman George Santos telling One American News why he lied about his college education. It was a bad decision, poor judgment. I I felt the need to do it because I thought that without a diploma, I'd be looked down on and less than the other people. He did not say whether he'll resign his congressional seat. The president proposing a rule that would slash credit card late fees from $30 down to just 8 And when it comes to Apple and Google app stores, the president wants to end their monopoly on what programs a smartphone user can download and what developers can do with their apps. Andy Field, ABC News. Providing you with the best solutions of your lifetime. The KSO Insurance Weekly Spotlight with Karen Sweet O'Neill on News Radio 1290 WNBF. 
726 on WMBF. We're now joined by our insurance expert, Karen Sweet O'Neill. How you doing, Karen? I'm doing all right. How about yourself? Oh, I'm good. Busy week. Oh, very good. Very good. We got hump day going on, right? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm counting days. Uh, we're getting to the weekend here. That's what we're doing this week. <laughs> it's going to be a chilly weekend. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be cold. It's mm-hmm. going to be cold. Yeah. Well, catch up on some movies, you know, or something like that. Yeah, I, I wanted to go to this. There's a fireworks show at Binghamton Pond Festival on Saturday at 630. And I was going to go because I, how often do you get to see fireworks in the middle of winter? And then I remember, sure. hey, it's fireworks in the middle of winter. It's going to be 10 degrees outside. Well, that's okay. Yeah, i got to bundle up. You do. Are they doing ice skating and things like that? Or Yeah, I know they have their, uh, this weekend is their adult outdoor four versus four tournament. Uh, and then they're doing a, a trail and snowshoe race. And I'm kind of hoping that people actually run in snowshoes because I think that would be that would be the first time I've ever seen that. I, I need to see that. <laughs> I'm just trying to walk in my snowshoes. <laughs> yeah, I don't even have snowshoes. I barely even wear my boots. Right. Well, not this year. You don't. No. That's yeah. Now, sure. now I'm getting back into the boots because all of a sudden the snow is going up to my ankles on occasion. <laughs> Oh, well, we've been pretty fortunate with snow, that's for sure. Yeah, and, and I mean, it doesn't look like it's going to snow that much this weekend. Just be really cold. Right. Well, just stay bundled up and do what you can, you know? Absolutely. So what do you got for us today? <gasps> oh, all sorts of things. We're talking about reviews for life insurance. Um, we're doing those in the first quarter. I mean, we do them all year round, um, James, but in the first quarter... We happen to just have a lot of reviews for people that have life insurance policies and maybe their term part of the policy is coming due. So if you had a 20-year you know, term and you bought it, obviously, um, 20 years ago, the insurance company sends you another bill because normally you can keep that insurance, but it's just going to escalate every year. And people get, you know, shell-shocked when they see that figure going from maybe you had a quarter of a million in life insurance and it costs you, you know, uh, $300 a year, and now it's up to $800 a year. And then the following year it goes up even higher. So we do a lot of that um, review work so that people understand how it's going to escalate and how they can convert that over, if need be, to a permanent plan of insurance with no evidence of insurability. So what the heck does that mean? That basically means, you know, depending on your medical situation, your health, um, your health, you know, your health, how it is today, how it was maybe a year ago, the companies look at all of that to determine um, whether they want to offer you insurance or not. So let's say you had an accident or an illness, and that would um, negate your chances to purchase additional insurance when that 20-year, 15-year plan, you know, moves on. If you have a conversion credit, that means you can just convert over a certain portion or all of that 250000 that quarter of a million policy, with no evidence of insurability. So it's sign here, pay the difference in the premium, and then you have that um, 
for your permanent plan of insurance. So that's a pretty important piece of term insurance that's being um, being expired. So you want to look at that and say, hey, can I convert this? And sometimes you can convert it years down the road. So you certainly want somebody to look at that. That's what we do. And so you know what your, op- your options and your choices are. Now, also, people that, you know, just want final expenses paid so their family, James, doesn't have to worry about that. You see some of these commercials on TV with a mom and her daughter, and she's just coming out from a hospital stay and saying, don't worry, honey, you know, I've got this, my final expenses paid. And her daughter says, geez, I didn't know you had any insurance for that. And that's called guaranteed issue insurance because what you do there is, and it's usually in New York, you can get up to 25000 and it's a permanent plan of insurance. So that means, life insurance, that your premium won't increase and your death benefit won't decrease. So it's um, a certain amount, you know, like I said, you don't have to get 25000 but that's usually the max in New York. And it taps out at certain age groups. And we do a lot of final expense work up at the office because people realize, geez, you know, I have all my ducks in a row, but I don't have any life insurance for my funeral expenses. Or I want to leave a little something to the grandkids or whatever the case may be. And that, again, is signed here, and you pay the premium. And, again, the premium never goes up. So just some things to look at with um life insurance, and especially if you get letters from your life insurance carrier, whether it's Security Mutual or Columbian Mutual or Genworth or MetLife or Prudential, you know, make sure you pay attention to those letters because sometimes you can, you know, ward off that increase and just pay a little bit more now and your life insurance may elongate out um, you know, through the years so you don't have this big uh, bill, you know, coming at you in the mail saying pay this or you don't have insurance. So we do all that. Yeah, it's a confusing process. Everybody needs your help. I would. Well, well, yeah, it's just, you know, that's what we do. And, of course, we're doing, obviously, 24-7 Medicare, <clears throat> Medicare work, you know, Three months prior to you turning 65, good idea. Give us a call or retiring, and we'll work you, you know, walk you through the numbers and see what's most advantageous for you, so that you don't leave any money on the table. Because when you're retiring, you know, you're normally your income's going down, so you want to maximize your benefits so that your debt load doesn't increase. We are at 1708 Vestal Parkway East right above Plato's Closet and Style Encore. You can reach us several ways for an appointment. You can call us at 607-772-4898. You can Google us at KSO Insurance. And all our contact information comes up. Or simply go to a phone book, and we have a big display ad under insurance in the yellow pages. Well, Karen, thanks for joining us today. Looking forward to talking to you again in a couple hours here. Very good. Yeah, you're doing double duty, huh? Yeah, uh, big week. Big week here. <laughs> well, you do it well, so very oh, good. Thank thing. you. Yeah, we'll talk to you in a couple hours. All right, see you later, Karen. All right.
734. You're listening to WMBF. Anything. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Wednesday, February 1st. You're listening to WNBF. The Binghamton Bombers and the Professional Box Lacrosse League may already be a thing of the past. On Tuesday, January 31st, the decision was made by the Professional Box Lacrosse Association that all remaining games across the league will be postponed. Owner Carmen Kessner said we made a difficult decision to postpone the remainder of the inaugural season. Our vision is to implement a fast, physical, safe, and exciting experience for our fans and players. We believe we have been able to create this experience, but we feel there are elements we need to improve upon. For that reason, we are halting the season to reorganize the league and team operations. Season ticket holders will be contacted and will get a full refund for the duration of the season. They are hopeful that the coming season will show that they have made the right decision for now. The PBLA started the reorganization process with the appointment of Brad Bryant as the new chief executive officer of the PBLA. A New York bill currently in committee would allow New Yorkers to pay state agencies with cryptocurrency. The bill, if passed, establishes that state agencies are allowed to accept cryptocurrencies such as Bitcoin, Ethereum, Litecoin, and Bitcoin Cash as payment. According to a report on payments, the bill was introduced by Assemblyman Clyde Vanell, a Democrat who represents several areas in Queens. CEO of AirSwift, Dr. Yan Zhang, told payments it is critical to develop a decentralized payment protocol and integrate it with regulated payment service providers and money service operators. James Warhawk, age 37, formerly the executive assistant and media relations representative for former Broome County District Attorney Stephen Cornwell Jr., pleaded guilty this week to one count of grand larceny in the fourth degree. He admitted to stealing more than $1,000 from the Broome County government in order to pay for unauthorized long-term parking for himself and then-DA Cornwell in a commercial parking lot in downtown Binghamton from 2016 through the end of Cornwell's term in 2019. Warhawk is facing up to four years in prison, and the prosecution is seeking over $5,000 in restitution for Broome County. On January 10th, officers from the Cortland County Sheriff's Office assisted the City of Cortland Police Department with an investigation on Woodland Avenue in the City of Cortland. Prior to this investigation, the defendant, Nicholas Stone, had been directed by court order to surrender any and all firearms, rifles, or shotguns to the Cortland County Sheriff's Office. Further, he was directed not to secure or possess any more firearms, rifles, or shotguns once his were surrendered. During the investigation, it was learned that Mr. Stone failed to surrender his firearms, which he was no longer permitted to possess, to the Cortland County Sheriff's Office by the date directed in the court order. On January 30th, Mr. Stone was arrested and arraigned on the above charges in the city of Cortland Court and was remanded to the Cortland County Jail on cash bail. He is scheduled for his next court appearance in the city of Cortland Court on February 1st. Republican Congressman George Santos of New York says he is temporarily stepping down from his two congressional committees. The move comes amid a host of ethics issues and a day after Santos met with House Speaker Kevin McCarthy. Santos has faced numerous calls for his resignation and is facing multiple investigations by prosecutors over his personal and campaign finances and lies about his resume and family background. Santos had been assigned to a committee on small business and on science, space and technology. Congressman Tom Cole of Oklahoma says a decision has been well-received from the GOP conference. In a prepared statement, Santos says he wants to focus on serving his constituents without distraction. New York's governor has vetoed a bill that would have allowed wrongful death lawsuits to include claims for emotional damage, a change that could have added billions of dollars a year to verdicts in auto accident, medical malpractice, and other types of cases. 
The bill, which drew overwhelming bipartisan support and was passed last year in the state legislature, attempted to give families more compensation when pursuing a wrongful death suit in court. According to current law, the amount families could receive is largely determined by the income of the person who passes away, which advocates for the vetoed bill called discriminatory. President Joe Biden has showcased a $292 million mega grant that will be used to help build a rail tunnel beneath the Hudson River. The mega grant is part of an effort to draw a contrast between the Democratic president's economic vision and that of a Republican. The funding for the New York-New Jersey Tunnel Project is part of the $1.2 billion in mega grants awarded under the 2021 Infrastructure Law. Biden says government spending on infrastructure will boost economic growth and create blue-collar jobs. White House Senior Advisor Mitch Landrieu said Tuesday if Republicans want to take away money from projects, they can have that discussion with the American people. The maker of ChatGPT is trying to curve its reputation as a freewheeling cheating machine with a new tool that can help teachers detect if a student or artificial intelligence wrote that homework. The new AI text classifier launched by OpenAI follows a weeks-long discussion at schools and colleges over fears that ChatGPT's ability to write just about anything on command could fuel academic dishonesty and hinder learning. OpenAI cautions that its new tool is not foolproof, and the method for detecting AI-written text is imperfect and can be wrong at times. And the U.S. Justice Department has requested documents from Tesla related to its autopilot and full-self-driving features. The electric vehicle maker cautioned in a regulatory filing Tuesday that if the government decides to pursue an enforcement action, it could possibly have a material adverse impact on its business. Despite their names, Tesla says on its website that the cars can't drive themselves. Tesla's using full self-driving can navigate roads in many cases, but experts say the system can make mistakes, which even CEO Elon Musk acknowledges. A message was left Tuesday seeking comment from the Justice Department. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, partly sunny with a high near 26. Tonight, partly cloudy, a low near 18. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy, then gradually becoming sunny with a high near 35. Tomorrow night, chance of snow showers after 8 p.m., increasing clouds with a low near 9 degrees, 40% chance of snow. And Friday, a chance of snow showers mainly before 2 p.m., mostly cloudy and cold with a high near 10 degrees, blustery conditions, wind gusts as high as 31 miles per hour, chance of snow 40%. Friday night, slight chance of snow showers before 2 a.m., mostly cloudy with a low near negative 2 degrees, blustery conditions, 20% chance of snow. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first, News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. Hi, folks. Dad, guess what? What? You are going to be a grandfather. That's great. <laughs> You're going to be a wonderful mom, and I can't wait to be a grandpa. Not too long ago, moments like this with my daughter would have been a challenge. It was a long road for me to find myself again after Vietnam. I struggled to connect with almost everyone and preferred being alone. It was my neighbor Jim, another Vietnam veteran, who finally convinced me that I could still connect with my family and find that fulfilling life I'd lost. In fact, I called Jim first with the news about my granddaughter, Lizzie. Hey, Jim, I'm going to be a grandfather. Congratulations, Dave. Hey, let's get together and celebrate. Well, as long as you're not grilling. My pride was my armor, but I didn't know it then. I couldn't put it into words. I was sad, was scared, I felt alone. I didn't know how to reach out, so I hid behind anger and silence. But then, I decided to listen to Jim, and I went for help down at the VA. If I can take that first step after almost 50 years, I know other veterans can too. Visit maketheconnection.net to find out more.
7.44 on WMBF. You're listening to First News with myself, James Kelly. Some things coming up in the Binghamton area. Binghamton on Tap Craft Beer Festival. It's Saturday, March 25th. It's getting here pretty soon. It's moving to the arena this year. Tickets are on sale right now and start at $60 for VIP and $43 for general admission. So you want to get those tickets before the price goes up, and it will the closer we get to the event. We're already halfway there from when we found out about the Binghamton on Tap Craft Beer Festival. So you're running out of time to buy those tickets while they're still cheap. We've also teamed up with Fox 40 for the Clubhouse Card. This is your opportunity to play 30 of the area's best golf courses. You'll also get six buckets of balls at Greater Golf Training Center and Pro Shop and all for under $170. And Binghamton Pond Festival continues this weekend at Shenango Valley State Park. It's the Adult Outdoor 4 vs. 4 tournament this weekend. And some more hockey trivia on Saturday, a trail and snowshoe, snowshoe race. I want to see that very badly. And it's 6.30 on Saturday, a fireworks show. And it's going to be awfully cold on Saturday. So if you plan on going to the fireworks show, you're going to want to really bundle up. Take a look. I think 10 degrees was, or 15 degrees was the high for Saturday, maybe. No, now it's a high of 18 degrees. Yeah, so that's the high for Saturday. So bundle up if you're going to be going to that fireworks show. I'll, I'll probably give it a try. I'm starting to get a little scared of the winter weather, but I'll give it a try. I'll try to be there for the fireworks show. Definitely want to be there for the snowshoe race. I'm going to be really disappointed if I find out that it's not actually a snowshoe race. 746, you're listening to WMBF. I'm Martin. on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. Well, some road work on New York 13 in both directions between Highland Drive and Hilton Road in Dryden. Road repair is due to a water main break, and one lane will be open with flaggers. Work has already started and will run through 11 a.m. today. All lanes will be closed southbound, and all lanes will be open northbound. We have some icy conditions out on the roads this morning. So take it slow and drive safely, and if you see anything unseemly out there, let us know. We'll let everybody else know. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 12 degrees and overcast outside. Today, chance of flurries before 10 a.m. Mostly sunny with a high near 26 degrees. Tonight, partly cloudy with a low near 18. Tomorrow, partly sunny, then gradually becoming sunny with a high near 35. Tomorrow night, chance of snow showers, increasing clouds with a low near 9 degrees. Wind chill as low as negative 1. 40% chance of snow. Friday, chance of snow showers mainly before 1 p.m. Mostly cloudy and cold with a high near 10 degrees. Blustery conditions with wind gusts as high as 31 miles per hour. 30% chance of snow. And Friday night, slight chance of snow showers before 1 a.m. Mostly cloudy with low near negative 2 degrees. Blustery conditions, a 20% chance of snow. 7.50, you're listening to WMBF. At Toshima. on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Tech Trends. From ABC News Tech Trends. Greetings. I am Optimus Prime. And that's just the start of what this Transformers toy can do. It's the first thing everyone does when they come in contact with Optimus Prime, made by Roboson. Greetings. Say Transform. (laughs) 
And that's when a whole lot of technology goes to work, transforming from a truck to a robot by itself. 5,000 components, 60 microchips. And, says Robosyn Executive Director Logan Webster, 27 different motors. You can control it via voice or an app. And since he's a programmable robot... We want you to learn how to make Optimus do the latest dance or kung fu move. Through block coding. And that's powerful, says Toy Insider Editor-in-Chief Marissa Silva. I really like that the coding experience is very gamified, which makes it fun. It kind of pulls you along and encourages you to explore that aspect. With Tech Trends, I'm Mike Tabuski, ABC News. Individual. on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Some local sports news. The Binghamton Bombers and the Professional Box Lacrosse League may already be a thing of the past. On Tuesday, January 31st, the decision was made by the Professional Box Lacrosse Association that all remaining games across the league will be postponed. Owner Carmen Kessner said we made a difficult decision to postpone the remainder of the inaugural season. Our vision is to implement a fast, physical, safe, and exciting experience for our fans and players. We believe we've been able to create this experience, but we feel there are elements we need to improve upon. For that reason, we are halting the season to reorganize the league and team operations. Season ticket holders will be contacted and will get a full refund for the duration of the season. They are hopeful that the coming season will show that they've made the right decision for now. The PBLA started the reorganization process with the appointment of Brad Bryant as the new chief executive officer of the PBLA. And Binghamton men's basketball will visit UMBC tonight at 7 o'clock. You can listen to the game right here on WMBF, pregame starting at 645. And the Binghamton women's basketball team will host UMBC tonight at 7, pregame on KISS 1041 at 645. LeBron James moved within 89 points of breaking the NBA's career scoring record and climbed into fourth place on the assist list, finishing with a triple-double in his return to Madison Square Garden as the Los Angeles Lakers beat the New York Knicks 129-123 to in overtime Tuesday night. James had 28 points, 11 assists, and 10 rebounds, with the points giving him 38,299 for his career. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is the leader with 38,387. He had earlier moved ahead of Mark Jackson and then Steve Nash into fourth place on the assist list during his first game at Madison Square Garden in three years. Anthony Davis added 27 points and 9 rebounds for the Lakers. Jalen Brunson scored 37 points for the Knicks. And some baseball news. Batting champion Jeff McNeil and the New York Mets have finalized a $50 million four-year contract that prevents a salary arbitration hearing. The deal includes a $15.75 million club option for 2027. A two-time All-Star, McNeil led the majors with a 326 average last season. He turns 31 in April, and he could have become a free agent following the 2024 season, but agreed to push that back at least two years, possibly three. 759, you're listening to WMBF. It can be dangerous. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. News Radio 1290, Closing out hour number two of WNBF's first news with myself, James Kelly. Taking over Binghamton now again today. We've got one more hour to go until then. Should be another fun program. ABC News, coming up next. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Wednesday, February 1st. You're listening to WNBF. 
The Binghamton Bombers in the Professional Box Lacrosse League may already be a thing of the past. On Tuesday, January 31st, the decision was made by the Professional Box Lacrosse Association that all remaining games across the league will be postponed. Owner Carmen Kessner said we made a difficult decision to postpone the remainder of the inaugural season. Our vision is to implement a fast, physical, safe, and exciting experience for our fans and players. We believe we have been able to create this experience, but we feel there are elements we need to improve upon. For that reason, we are halting the season to reorganize the league and team operations. Season ticket holders will be contacted and will get a full refund for the duration of the season. They are hopeful that the coming season will show that they have made the right decision for now. The PBLA started the reorganization process with the appointment of Brad Bryant as the new chief executive officer of the PBLA. A New York bill currently in committee would allow New Yorkers to pay state agencies with cryptocurrency. The bill, if passed, establishes that state agencies are allowed to accept cryptocurrencies such as Bitcoin, Ethereum, Litecoin, and Bitcoin Cash as payment. According to a report on payments, the bill was introduced by Assemblyman Clyde Vanell, a Democrat who represents several areas in Queens. CEO of AirSwift, Dr. Yan Zhang, told payments it is critical to develop a decentralized payment protocol and integrate it with regulated payment service providers and money service operators. James Warhawk, age 37, formerly the executive assistant and media relations representative for former Broome County District Attorney Stephen Cornwell Jr., pleaded guilty this week to one count of grand larceny in the fourth degree. He admitted to stealing more than $1,000 from the Broome County government in order to pay for unauthorized long-term parking for himself and then-DA Cornwell in a commercial parking lot in downtown Binghamton from 2016 through the end of Cornwell's term in 2019. Warhawk is facing up to four years in prison, and the prosecution is seeking over $5,000 in restitution for Broome County. On January 10th, officers from the Cortland County Sheriff's Office assisted the City of Cortland Police Department with an investigation on Woodland Avenue in the City of Cortland. Prior to this investigation, the defendant, Nicholas Stone, had been directed by court order to surrender any and all firearms, rifles, or shotguns to the Cortland County Sheriff's Office. Further, he was directed not to secure or possess any more firearms, rifles, or shotguns once his were surrendered. During the investigation, it was learned that Mr. Stone failed to surrender his firearms, which he was no longer permitted to possess, to the Cortland County Sheriff's Office by the date directed in the court order. On January 30th, Mr. Stone was arrested and arraigned on the above charges in the city of Cortland Court and was remanded to the Cortland County Jail on cash bail. He is scheduled for his next court appearance in the city of Cortland Court on February 1st. Republican Congressman George Santos of New York says he is temporarily stepping down from his two congressional committees. The move comes amid a host of ethics issues and a day after Santos met with House Speaker Kevin McCarthy. Santos has faced numerous calls for his resignation and is facing multiple investigations by prosecutors over his personal and campaign finances and lies about his resume and family background. Santos had been assigned to a committee on small business and on science, space and technology. Congressman Tom Cole of Oklahoma says the decision has been well-received from the GOP conference. In a prepared statement, Santos says he wants to focus on serving his constituents without distraction. New York's governor has vetoed a bill that would have allowed wrongful death lawsuits to include claims for emotional damage, a change that could have added billions of dollars a year to verdicts in auto accident, medical malpractice, and other types of cases. The bill, which drew overwhelming bipartisan support and was passed last year in the state legislature, attempted to give families more compensation when pursuing a wrongful death suit in court. According to current law, the amount families could receive is largely determined by the income of the person who passes away, which advocates for the vetoed bill called discriminatory. President Joe Biden has showcased a $292 million mega grant that will be used to help build a rail tunnel beneath the Hudson River. 
The mega grant is part of an effort to draw a contrast between the Democratic president's economic vision and that of a Republican. The funding for the New York-New Jersey Tunnel Project is part of the $1.2 billion in mega grants awarded under the 2021 Infrastructure Law. Biden says government spending on infrastructure will boost economic growth and create blue-collar jobs. White House senior advisor Mitch Landrieu said Tuesday if Republicans want to take away money from projects, they can have that discussion with the American people. The maker of ChatGPT is trying to curve its reputation as a freewheeling cheating machine with a new tool that can help teachers detect if a student or artificial intelligence wrote that homework. The new AI text classifier launched by OpenAI follows a weeks-long discussion at schools and colleges over fears that ChatGPT's ability to write just about anything on command could fuel academic dishonesty and hinder learning. OpenAI cautions that its new tool is not foolproof, and the method for detecting AI-written text is imperfect and can be wrong at times. And the U.S. Justice Department has requested documents from Tesla related to its autopilot and full self-driving features. The electric vehicle maker cautioned in a regulatory filing Tuesday that if the government decides to pursue an enforcement action, it could possibly have a material adverse impact on its business. Despite their names, Tesla says on its website that the cars can't drive themselves. Tesla's using full self-driving can navigate roads in many cases, but experts say the system can make mistakes, which even CEO Elon Musk acknowledges. A message was left Tuesday seeking comment from the Justice Department. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, partly sunny with a high near 26. Tonight, partly cloudy, a low near 18. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy, then gradually becoming sunny with a high near 35. Tomorrow night, chance of snow showers after 8 p.m., increasing clouds with a low near 9 degrees, 40% chance of snow. And Friday, a chance of snow showers mainly before 2 p.m., mostly cloudy and cold with a high near 10 degrees, blustery conditions, wind gusts as high as 31 miles per hour, chance of snow 40%. Friday night, slight chance of snow showers before 2 a.m., mostly cloudy with a low near negative 2 degrees, blustery conditions, 20% chance of snow. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first, News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WMBF Binghamton, now on 92.1 FM, W221EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. Are you thinking about buying medicine online? A search for online pharmacies yields more than 20 million results. But which ones can you trust? Medicines bought from unlicensed online pharmacies can be dangerous. You may get a fake drug, your condition may get worse, or you may experience a bad reaction. Don't put your health at risk. To learn how to find an online pharmacy that's safe and legal, visit fda.gov slash besaferx. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Individual Question, what will you find on all over-the-counter or OTC medicine packages to help you choose the right drug and use it safely? The answer, the drug facts label. This label lists the medicine's active ingredients and purpose, how much to take, and warnings you should know before using it. Remember, even OTC medicines you buy without a prescription can cause side effects you don't want. So follow the information listed on the drug facts label. For more information, visit FDA.gov slash drug facts label. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Eight twelve on WMBF. You're listening to the final hour of First News. Myself, James Kelly. Time for a check on traffic and weather. We'll have some road work on New York 13 in both directions between Highland Drive and Hilton Road in Dryden. Road repair is due to a water main break. One lane will be open with flaggers. 
Work started today at 7 a.m. It'll run through 11 a.m. All lanes will be closed southbound, and all lanes will be open northbound. We have some icy conditions out on the roads this morning, so take it slow and drive safely. If you see anything unseemly out there, let us know. We'll let everybody else know. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 11 degrees, mostly cloudy outside. Today, chance of flurries before 10 a.m., mostly sunny with a high near 26 degrees. Tonight, partly cloudy with a low near 18. Tomorrow, partly sunny, then gradually becoming sunny with a high near 35. Tomorrow night, chance of snow showers, increasing clouds with a low near 9 degrees, wind chill as low as negative 1, 40% chance of snow. And Friday, chance of snow showers mainly before 1 p.m., mostly cloudy and cold with a high near 10 degrees, blustery conditions with wind gusts as high as 31 miles per hour, 30% chance of snow. Friday night, slight chance of snow showers before 1 a.m., mostly cloudy with a low near negative 2 degrees, blustery conditions, a 20% chance of snow. 814, you're listening to WMBF. Attention. Some of the best sounds you'll ever hear are generic, safe, effective, even money-saving, just like FDA-approved generic drugs. Even if they don't come in the exact same color or shape as their brand name equivalents, they have the same key ingredients and go through a rigorous review process. Talk to your doctor or pharmacist today and visit FDA.gov slash generic drugs. Generics are safe, effective, and can save you money. You'll like the sound of that. The washer. Do you worry about how much someone drinks? Do you feel angry or depressed most of the time? Do you feel neglected or unloved? Do you feel you attract people who tend to be compulsive or abusive? Do you have money problems because of someone else's drinking? Are you afraid or embarrassed to bring your friends home? Do you feel that if the drinker loved you, she or he would stop drinking. If you answered yes to any of these questions, you are not alone. More than half of all adults have a family history of alcoholism. Not everyone trapped by alcohol is an alcoholic. Families and friends are suffering too. Al-Anon and Alateen can help. Call 1-866-200-0223 or visit alanon.org slash help. Eight seventeen on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Some local sports news. The Binghamton Bombers and the Professional Box Lacrosse League may already be a thing of the past. On Tuesday, January 31st, the decision was made by the Professional Box Lacrosse Association that all remaining games across the league will be postponed. Owner Carmen Kesner said, We made a difficult decision to postpone the remainder of the inaugural season. Our vision is to implement a fast, physical, safe, and exciting experience for our fans and players. We believe we've been able to create this experience, but we feel there are elements we need to improve upon. For that reason, we're halting the season to reorganize the league and team operations. Season ticket holders will be contacted and will get a full refund for the duration of the season. They are hopeful that the coming season will show that they've made the right decision for now. The PBLA started the reorganization process with the appointment of Brad Bryant as the new CEO of the PBLA. And Binghamton's men's basketball team will visit UMBC tonight at 7 o'clock. You can listen to the game right here on WMBF, pregame starting at 6.45. If you recognize the name UMBC, well, not only are they a conference rival, but they were the first number 16 seed in the March Madness tournament to upset a number one seed. I believe it was four or five years ago. And the Binghamton women's basketball team will host UMBC tonight at 7. Pregame starts on KISS 104.1 at 6.45. 
LeBron James moved within 89 points of breaking the NBA's career scoring record and climbed into fourth place on the assist list, finishing with a triple-double in his return to Madison Square Garden as the Los Angeles Lakers beat the New York Knicks 129-123 to in overtime on Tuesday night. James had 28 points, 11 assists, and 10 rebounds, with the points giving him 38,299 for his career. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is the leader with 38,387. He'd moved ahead of Mark Jackson and then Steve Nash into fourth place on the assist list during the first game at Madison Square Garden in three years. Anthony Davis added 27 points and nine rebounds for the Lakers. Jalen Brunson scored 37 points for the Knicks. Bit of baseball news. Batting champion Jeff McNeil and the New York Mets have finalized a $50 million four-year contract that prevents a salary arbitration hearing. The deal includes a $15.75 million club option for 2027. A two-time All-Star, McNeil led the majors with a 326 average last season. The second baseman asked for a raise from $3 million to $7.75 million this year, while New York offered $6.25 million. McNeil turns 31 in April. He could have become a free agent following the 2024 season, but agreed to push that back at least two years, possibly three. Some other sports news. Brittany Griner's return to the WNBA has collided with free agency, which has raised questions once again about the team's chartering flights. Griner announced in December that she would return to the league after spending last season in a Russian jail before being released in a dramatic prisoner swap. The six foot nine center is a free agent and says she'll return to Phoenix. Players can officially sign with teams today, and they've been unable to negotiate for charter flights, and the current collective bargaining agreement requires all teams to fly commercial. If Griner needs special travel accommodations due to safety concerns, the league will have to come up with a plan, and any change would have to be approved by both the union and the WNBA. Z20 on WNBF. Now time for ABC's Jim Ryan with Wall Street Now. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. Investors waiting for word from the Fed on the next hike in interest rates bided their time with a rally on Tuesday. The Dow Jones rose 369 points, closing back above 34,000. The S&P tacked on 1.5%. The Nasdaq finished its best January in over two decades with a 1.7% gain. As for those interest rates, the Fed is expected to wrap up today's two-day meeting by boosting them a quarter percent. The announcement comes at 2 p.m. Eastern Time. Riding surging oil prices, meanwhile, ExxonMobil posted record profits last year, $55.7 billion for the energy company. The White House calls that outrageous, with drivers paying higher gas prices. More than half a million Brits will be on picket lines today, with unions across a range of sectors striking over pay and working conditions. It's the largest strike action in the U.K. since the dispute over public sector pay had a million people walking off the job in 2011. Jim Ryan, ABC News. Hey everyone, this is James Kelly from WMBF. Are you looking for a way to invest some of your savings to earn more money? A certificate of deposit with Shemung Canal Trust Company could be right for you. Play smart with your financial future by opening a high-yield CD from Shemung Canal. And if you're unsure of what a CD is or if it's safe, Shemung Canal can answer those questions for you. Certificates of deposit offer guaranteed returns on your money, and they usually pay higher than interest rates and then regular savings accounts. CDs differ from a regular savings account because they are time deposits. With a CD, you can select from a variety of options and agree to leave your money in the CD for a fixed amount of time. During that period, your money will earn interest and keep growing until your CD reaches maturity. And at maturity, you'll have the option to let your CD automatically renew for a new term, using the money to open a new CD for a different amount of time, or move the money to one of your other accounts. 
And it's also good to know that your money is federally insured to the maximum allowable limits. With limited time, special rates, and terms, the Shimon Canal CD can help you reach your financial goals sooner. And it is a guaranteed winning move. Start planning for tomorrow today with a CD at Shimon Canal. You can stop into one of their convenient locations today to learn more or visit them online at shimoncanal.com. And you can even book an appointment online, which is super convenient. Visit shimoncanal.com. You can schedule an appointment to meet in person, virtually, or by phone. And one of the best things about Shimon Canal is their service and willing, and they're willing to go above and beyond for their bank customers. They are there to help you find a savings plan that works best for you. So stop in today. Eight twenty-five on WMBF. Now time for a better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. A better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Neck and back pain are pretty common, but have you ever stopped to really figure out what's actually causing yours? Now it might not be stress or poor posture or a text neck, but it could be the way you sleep. Our go-to sleep expert, USC's Dr. Raj Das Gupta, told us the ideal position to sleep on is your back on a pillow that allows your neck to be positioned so that you're looking straight up at the ceiling. Now, sleeping on your side is okay as long as you keep your head and neck aligned with the rest of your body. Now, if you're a side sleeper, you might think that a hard pillow can hurt your neck, but it's usually actually a pillow that's too soft that makes you wake up with your neck pain. Now, one thing every expert we talked to agreed on, you should avoid sleeping on your stomach. And also, making the switch to your side or your back all starts with the right pillow. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, helping you live a better life. Paid for by Christian Care Ministry. Let's see, if something costs less, but people are happier with it, that sounds like something to look into, and that's MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for health care can save the typical family 500 bucks a month. And that's huge, but it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want a plan you're happy with, you can call Right now, and get a price within two minutes. A very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. 855-51-BIBLE. That's 855-51-BIBLE. 855-51-BIBLE. Stock market. Eight twenty-eight on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. Well, there's some road work on New York 13 in both directions between Highland Drive and Hilton Road in Dryden. Road repairs due to a water main break. One lane will be open with flaggers. Work started today at 7 a.m. will run through 11 a.m. All lanes will be closed southbound and all lanes will be open northbound. We have some icy conditions out on the roads this morning, so take it slow, drive safely. And if you see anything unseemly out there, let us know. We'll let everybody else know. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 11 degrees outside, mostly cloudy. Today, chance of flurries before 10 a.m., mostly sunny with a high near 26 degrees. Tonight, partly cloudy with a low near 18. Tomorrow, partly sunny, then gradually becoming sunny with a high near 35. Tomorrow night, chance of snow showers. 
Increasing clouds with a low near 9 degrees, wind chill as low as negative 1, chance of snow 40%. Friday, chance of snow showers mainly before 1 p.m., mostly cloudy and cold with a high near 10 degrees, blustery conditions, wind gusts as high as 31 miles per hour, 30% chance of snow. And Friday night, slight chance of snow showers before 1 a.m., mostly cloudy with a low near negative 2 degrees, blustery conditions, a 20% chance of snow. It's 829. You're listening to WMBF. on WMBF. Now time for an ABC Entertainment update. ABC Entertainment News. Get ready for an all-new Superman. Superman Legacy is the first film announced by the brand new team tasked with revamping the DC comic books universe on film, James Gunn and Peter Safran. The two outlining their vision for the brand Tuesday. The centerpiece, Superman Legacy, will hit theaters in July of 2025. Written by James Gunn. No word yet who will star, but it will not be the previous Superman, Henry Cavill. A movie called The Brave and the Bold will feature Batman and Robin. Supergirl is getting her own film, and there's a Swamp Thing movie in the works. There will also be several complimentary TV series. Today is going to be a changing day in your life. Really is a changing day after 21 seasons. Dr. Phil is ending his daytime talk show, which will conclude with the current season. What happened to Bad Boys for Life? More Bad Boys in the works. Will Smith and Martin Lawrence confirming they're teaming up for Bad Boys 4. And pop superstar Harry Styles is 29 today. Jason Athens and ABC News, Hollywood. You want where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Wednesday, February 1st. You're listening to WNBF. The Binghamton Bombers and the Professional Box Lacrosse League may already be a thing of the past. On Tuesday, January 31st, the decision was made by the Professional Box Lacrosse Association that all remaining games across the league will be postponed. Owner Carmen Kessner said we made a difficult decision to postpone the remainder of the inaugural season. Our vision is to implement a fast, physical, safe, and exciting experience for our fans and players. We believe we have been able to create this experience, but we feel there are elements we need to improve upon. For that reason, we are halting the season to reorganize the league and team operations. Season ticket holders will be contacted and will get a full refund for the duration of the season. They are hopeful that the coming season will show that they have made the right decision for now. The PBLA started the reorganization process with the appointment of Brad Bryant as the new chief executive officer of the PBLA. A New York bill currently in committee would allow New Yorkers to pay state agencies with cryptocurrency. The bill, if passed, establishes that state agencies are allowed to accept cryptocurrencies such as Bitcoin, Ethereum, Litecoin, and Bitcoin Cash as payment. According to a report on payments, the bill was introduced by Assemblyman Clyde Vanell, a Democrat who represents several areas in Queens. CEO of AirSwift, Dr. Yan Zhang, told payments it is critical to develop a decentralized payment protocol and integrate it with regulated payment service providers and money service operators. James Warhawk, age 37, formerly the executive assistant and media relations representative for former Broome County District Attorney Stephen Cornwell Jr., pleaded guilty this week to one count of grand larceny in the fourth degree. He admitted to stealing more than $1,000 from the Broome County government in order to pay for unauthorized long-term parking for himself and then-DA Cornwell in a commercial parking lot in downtown Binghamton from 2016 through the end of Cornwell's term in 2019. Warhawk is facing up to four years in prison, and the prosecution is seeking over $5,000 in restitution for Broome County. 
On January 10th, officers from the Cortland County Sheriff's Office assisted the City of Cortland Police Department with an investigation on Woodland Avenue in the City of Cortland. Prior to this investigation, the defendant, Nicholas Stone, had been directed by court order to surrender any and all firearms, rifles, or shotguns to the Cortland County Sheriff's Office. Further, he was directed not to secure or possess any more firearms, rifles, or shotguns once his were surrendered. During the investigation, it was learned that Mr. Stone failed to surrender his firearms, which he was no longer permitted to possess, to the Cortland County Sheriff's Office by the date directed in the court order. On January 30th, Mr. Stone was arrested and arraigned on the above charges in the city of Cortland Court and was remanded to the Cortland County Jail on cash bail. He is scheduled for his next court appearance in the city of Cortland Court on February 1st. Republican Congressman George Santos of New York says he is temporarily stepping down from his two congressional committees. The move comes amid a host of ethics issues and a day after Santos met with House Speaker Kevin McCarthy. Santos has faced numerous calls for his resignation and is facing multiple investigations by prosecutors over his personal and campaign finances and lies about his resume and family background. Santos had been assigned to a committee on small business and on science, space and technology. Congressman Tom Cole of Oklahoma says the decision has been well-received from the GOP conference. In a prepared statement, Santos says he wants to focus on serving his constituents without distraction. New York's governor has vetoed a bill that would have allowed wrongful death lawsuits to include claims for emotional damage, a change that could have added billions of dollars a year to verdicts in auto accident, medical malpractice, and other types of cases. The bill, which drew overwhelming bipartisan support and was passed last year in the state legislature, attempted to give families more compensation when pursuing a wrongful death suit in court. According to current law, the amount families could receive is largely determined by the income of the person who passes away, which advocates for the vetoed bill called discriminatory. President Joe Biden has showcased a $292 million mega grant that will be used to help build a rail tunnel beneath the Hudson River. The mega grant is part of an effort to draw a contrast between the Democratic president's economic vision and that of a Republican. The funding for the New York-New Jersey Tunnel Project is part of the $1.2 billion in mega grants awarded under the 2021 Infrastructure Law. Biden says government spending on infrastructure will boost economic growth and create blue-collar jobs. White House Senior Advisor Mitch Landrieu said Tuesday if Republicans want to take away money from projects, they can have that discussion with the American people. The maker of ChatGPT is trying to curve its reputation as a freewheeling cheating machine with a new tool that can help teachers detect if a student or artificial intelligence wrote that homework. The new AI text classifier launched by OpenAI follows a weeks-long discussion at schools and colleges over fears that ChatGPT's ability to write just about anything on command could fuel academic dishonesty and hinder learning. OpenAI cautions that its new tool is not foolproof, and the method for detecting AI-written text is imperfect and can be wrong at times. And the U.S. Justice Department has requested documents from Tesla related to its autopilot and full self-driving features. The electric vehicle maker cautioned in a regulatory filing Tuesday that if the government decides to pursue an enforcement action, it could possibly have a material adverse impact on its business. Despite their names, Tesla says on its website that the cars can't drive themselves. Tesla's using full self-driving can navigate roads in many cases, but experts say the system can make mistakes, which even CEO Elon Musk acknowledges. A message was left Tuesday seeking comment from the Justice Department. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, partly sunny with a high near 26. Tonight, partly cloudy, a low near 18. 
Tomorrow, mostly cloudy, then gradually becoming sunny with a high near 35. Tomorrow night, chance of snow showers after 8 p.m., increasing clouds with a low near 9 degrees, 40% chance of snow. And Friday, a chance of snow showers mainly before 2 p.m., mostly cloudy and cold with a high near 10 degrees, blustery conditions, wind gusts as high as 31 miles per hour, chance of snow 40%. Friday night, slight chance of snow showers before 2 a.m., mostly cloudy with a low near negative 2 degrees, blustery conditions, 20% chance of snow. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first, News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. The Street. on WMBF. You're listening to First News with myself, James Kelly, now joined by the esteemed Roger Neal from the road for Binghamton (laughs) Men's Basketball. What's up, Roger? James, good morning. Hey, we are uh, here in Baltimore. We got down last night getting ready for tonight's game with the BU Bearcats men's basketball team. They take on the UMBC Retrievers, and that'll be a 7 o'clock start. The Bearcats are coming off a big blowout win over Bryant on Saturday, before almost 3,400 fans at the event center, 84-67 was the score in that one. Dan Petcash was a standout, 24 points, a season high for him. And the Bearcats will take on a team right behind him in the standings. Bill McGinn to play tonight around America East. Vermont is the number one team with a 6-2 and two record. Then the Bearcats in New Hampshire are 5-3, and three, tied for second place. UMass Lowell is 5-4, and four, and then... It's Bryant, UMBC at 4-4, four and four. so those are the top two teams. So this uh, conference is so tightly bunched up, you can win one and move up a notch or two, lose one and move down a notch or two, but still a long way to go. It now starts the second half of the conference schedule with the game tonight. Now for the Retrievers overall in the season, uh, they are 4-4 four and four again, 14-9 and nine overall as they match up against the Bearcats here tonight. It's the first of two meetings. The teams will close out the regular season back at the event center on Tuesday, the 28th of this month. Meanwhile, for the BU women, they are in action tonight also at home, and they take on UMBC. Uh, Bearcats are coming off a big win against Bryant on the road on the weekend, and going in UMBC with a record of 6-3. and three. They're fourth in the conference, and the Bearcats are in sixth place at 4-5. and five. U Albany still number one. In uh, women's standings, eight and one, followed by Maine at seven and one, and Vermont at seven and two. So, both teams in action tonight. The women home, and the men on the road. I'll have the men's game right here on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Our pregame coverage. We'll talk with Coach Lavelle Sanders and get a preview of what his team is facing tonight. We'll talk to him at 6:45, and then over on our sister station, Kiss 104.1, it'll be Jacob Wilkins with a call direct from the event center for that one. So. We hope fans will turn out for that, and as they're there, they can hit that WNBF mobile app and follow along with the men's action on News Radio 1290 WNBF. So, on the road with the Bearcats, we're getting ready for tonight's game. Again, 6:45 airtime right here on News Radio 1290 WNBF. James, now here's a question for you because I've been wondering this all morning since I've been talking about this game, just previewing it. What year was it that UMBC upset the number one seed? I think it was Virginia. The year that they right. they were the 16 seed. What year was that? That was two or three, uh, three or four years ago now. Yeah, they, that was uh, probably the biggest upset win in um, in America East history. But that it has to be even stunned, overall. Yeah, stunned uh, stunned Virginia. Yeah, and then of course uh, going back in Bearcats history, 2009 was when Binghamton at the Event Center before over 5,100 fans, standing room only, 
beat UMBC to win the America East Championship, and then go on and um, and get the um, uh, the chance to go and play in the NCAA tournament. So yeah, they played Duke, uh, right? history. Yep, yep, yeah. yep. So, Tough draw. Uh, that was a uh, that was yeah was not a not a good draw. But at that stage, you know, nobody is uh, is is easy, and um, it was a, a, just one of the great moments in in Binghamton University history. No question about that. But yeah, that was that was a big upset. Uh, they're still talking about that, uh, you know, with the win over Virginia stunning them going into the tournament because, um, you know, America East is a mid-major conference, and to pull off that kind of a win was something. And they're still good. Uh, Jim Ferry is a coach, um, and he's been a head coach now for uh, uh, about 15, 20 years, so he brings a lot of experience to the to the fold. And, of course, Lavelle Sanders doing a great job with the Bearcats here. So we're looking forward to, uh, for a good game, looking, looking for a uh, some excitement on the road tonight and hopefully a road win. Yeah, sounds like a great matchup. Yeah, yeah, it, it'll be good. Uh, and again, this conference is so evenly balanced that it is, um, you know, it, one win moves you up or down a couple of places in the standings. And there's still a long way to go, but um, every win, obviously, is uh, is key. So uh, we'll see what, what, what cooks up tonight. And 645 is the pregame coverage right here on WMBF, so I'm looking forward to it. We'll be at the... Uh, Chesapeake Insurance Arena right here in suburban Baltimore. All right. Well, Roger, thanks for calling in, giving us a little preview of tonight's game. I'm sure the Binghamton community will be listening with bated breath. (laughs) Well, I hope so. I hope so. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Have a good one, Roger. Thanks a lot. That was Roger Neal, the esteemed Roger Neal. It's 845. You're listening to WMBF. Across the country, people are coming together to speed up what we can learn about health. The All of Us Research Program is calling on one million people to join us as we try to change the future of health. For your family, for future generations, for all of us. Visit joinallofus.org and find out how you can become one in a million. As the world faces the challenges of the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic, Lions recognize that kindness matters now more than ever. And Lions and Leos are finding ways to continue to serve our communities. For more than 100 years, in times of need, Lions always find a way to help those around them. And after we emerge from this, we will be stronger than ever. Visit lionsclubs.org to learn more. Eight forty-eight on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. We'll have some road work on New York 13 in both directions between Highland Drive and Hilton Road in Dryden. Road repair is due to a water main break. One lane will be open with flaggers. Work started today at 7 a.m. and will run through 11 a.m. All lanes will be closed southbound and all lanes will be open northbound. We have some icy conditions out on the roads this morning, so take it slow. Drive safely. And if you see anything unseemly out there, let us know. We'll let everybody else know. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 11 degrees, mostly cloudy outside. Today, chance of flurries before 10 a.m. Mostly sunny with a high near 26 degrees. Tonight, partly cloudy with a low near 18. Tomorrow, partly sunny, then gradually becoming sunny with a high near 35. Tomorrow night, chance of snow showers, increasing clouds with a low near 9 degrees. Wind chill as low as negative 1 degrees. 40% chance of snow. And Friday, a chance of snow showers, mainly before 1 p.m. 
Mostly cloudy and cold with a high near 10 degrees, blustery conditions with winds as high as 31 miles per hour, 30% chance of snow. Friday night, slight chance of snow showers before 1 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near negative 2 degrees, blustery conditions, a 20% chance of snow. It's 849. You're listening to WMBF. My friend Teddy almost set his house on fire. He used a counterfeit, you know, a fake wall charger. He had to go to the hospital. My big sister Jenna's face turned bright red. She was just showing people online how to use a new cream. She still has the scars. My brother's friend Billy had to jump off his motor scooter when it caught fire. He fell and got hit by a car. He broke his leg. Blew his chances to play basketball in college. My BFF Chloe was riding her bike and hit a ditch. Her helmet broke in two. Now, she has a brain injury. There is a cost to buying cheap. Do you want to pay the price? Real products are tested for safety. Protect yourself. Don't fall for fake products. Visit ncpc.org slash go for real. Brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council and the United States Patent and Trademark Office. Does your Eight fifty-two on WMBF. Now time for Kim Commando. Today is February 1st, and one month from today, Netflix will begin a crackdown on customers who are sharing their passwords. Here's how. I'm Kim Commando, brought to you by ExpressVPN. Secure your online data and get an extra three months free at expressvpn.com slash Kim. Insiders say the crackdown will be gentle at first. Every place you watch has its own unique IP address. Every device has a unique device ID. And if you're watching on a TV screen, the TV itself will tell Netflix exactly where you're located. For each password, the company only wants people in the same household and at the same address watching. If someone at a different address is using your password, at first they're going to receive a gentle prodding to get their own account. If they don't get their own account, those prods will come more often and they're going to sound more urgent. Some notifications will play on your conscience. Eventually, probably in a year, look for hardball tactics. With Netflix, the free rides are definitely over. Get more tech smarts with my daily podcast. It's perfect for whenever you're on the go. It's called Kim Commando Today. Whether you need it for work, school, or a special project, it's important to have the right printer. The Epson EcoTank is a new type of printer that does not use cartridges. Stop buying expensive ink cartridges and save yourself the frustration of replacing ink cartridges ever again. The Epson EcoTank printers have supersized, easy-to-fill ink tanks and come with a ridiculous amount of ink. If you're like me, you've tried rationing your printing to save yourself from replacing ink cartridges. With the Epson EcoTank, you don't have to worry about running out of ink. So start printing in color all you want. Kiss expensive cartridges goodbye already. Get yours today because EcoTank is changing the way people print. EcoTank makes it easy. Make the switch. Add EcoTank to your online shopping list so you can just fill and chill. Epson EcoTank printers available at participating retailers. And at Epson.com slash EcoTankKim. That's Epson.com slash EcoTankKim. Epson.com slash EcoTankKim. Individual News Radio 1290 WMBF. 8.55 on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Some local sports news. The Binghamton Bombers and the Professional Box Lacrosse League may already be a thing of the past. 
On Tuesday, the decision was made by the Professional Box Lacrosse Association that all remaining games across the league will be postponed. Owner Carmen Kessner said we made a difficult decision to postpone the remainder of the inaugural season. Our vision is to implement a fast, physical, safe, and exciting experience for our fans and players. We believe we've been able to create this experience, but we feel there are elements we need to improve upon. For that reason, we are halting the season to reorganize the league and team operations. Season ticket holders will be contacted and will get a full refund for the duration of the season. They are hopeful that the coming season will show that they have made the right decision for now. The PBLA started the reorganization process with the appointment of Brad Bryant as the new chief executive officer of the PBLA. And Binghamton men's basketball will visit UMBC tonight at 7 o'clock. You can listen to the game right here on WMBF, pregame starting at 6.45. Roger Neal on that call. We just heard from him. Sounds like it's going to be an exciting game. And the Binghamton women's basketball team will host UMBC tonight at 7 o'clock. Pre-game starts on KISS 104-1 at 6.45 with Jacob Wilkins. LeBron James moved within 89 points of breaking the NBA's career scoring record and climbed into fourth place on the assist list, finishing with a triple-double in his return to Madison Square Garden as the Los Angeles Lakers beat the New York Knicks 129-123 to in overtime last night. James had 28 points, 11 assists, and 10 rebounds, with the points giving him 38,299 for his career. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is the leader with 38,387. He had earlier moved ahead of Mark Jackson and then Steve Nash into fourth place on the assist list during his final game at Madison Square Garden in three years. Anthony Davis added 27 points and nine rebounds for the Lakers. Jalen Brunson scored 37 for the Knicks. Some baseball news. Batting champion Jeff McNeil and the New York Mets have finalized a $50 million four-year contract that prevents a salary arbitration hearing. The deal includes a $15.75 million club option for 2027. A two-time All-Star, McNeil led the majors with a 326 average last season. The second baseman asked for a raise from $3 million to $7.75 million this year, while New York offered $6.25 million. McNeil turns 31 in April. He could have become a free agent following the 2024 season, but agreed to push that back at least two years, possibly three. Some other sports news. Brittany Griner's return to the WNBA has collided with free agency, which has raised questions once again about teams chartering flights. Griner announced in December that she would return to the league after spending last season in a Russian jail before being released in a dramatic prisoner swap. The six foot nine center is a free agent and says she'll return to Phoenix. Players can officially sign with teams on Wednesday. They've been unable to negotiate for charter flights, and the current collective bargaining agreement requires all teams to fly commercial. If Griner needs special travel accommodations due to safety concerns, the league will have to come up with a plan, and any change would have to be approved by both the union and the WNBA. Another bit of sports news, a person with knowledge of the pack tells the Associated Press that the Denver Broncos have agreed to a deal with the New Orleans Saints to hire Sean Payton as their head coach. The person says the Broncos will send a first-round pick in this year's draft and a future second-rounder to the Saints in order to get Peyton in Denver. The Saints will send a third-round pick to the Broncos. It's 8.59. You're listening to WMBF. Hello, this, this is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. Closing out the final hour of WMBF's First News with myself, James Kelly. Binghamton Now, coming up next, I have no topics planned. Zero topics planned. This is going to be all callers again, third day in a row. 
It's just going to be all callers all day. ABC News up next.